You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. It doesn't matter what game. I barely listen to you when we're in a conversation <laughs> on like on Discord. In, in person. That that too. Oh jeez. Whom are you? everyone and welcome back to welcome to 2019 yeah twig it's a new fresh year and the same <laughs> welcome old back us. To 2019 welcome back to 2019 <laughs> you've been here for a few days so have we yeah i am proxy still i am still sarah and i am still can't think of a name oh no sonic the hedgehog all right that, i'm sorry i phoned it in yeah oh, today geez. i've been busy okay yeah i believe it so to start the year off right, what do you have? What was your first game, Morgan, of 2019? And what have you been playing this past week? If you remember um, the first game you played this year. I'm pretty sure the first game I played this year, other than Solitaire on my phone. <laughs> was, Wait, is that a real thing you played? Yeah, I oh. play Solitaire every day. I know very few people who still play Solitaire. I was playing it before we recorded. Yeah. Oh, it keeps my mind going. She literally gets mad if it if the day changes over and she doesn't get to do the solitaire solitaire daily challenge. Yeah, there's a daily challenge on the app one th- that I have. Because we're ninety. But um, other than solitaire on my phone, I you are never allowed to make fun of me for drinking seltzer ever <laughs> no, again. No, I am. <laughs> seltzer doesn't keep your mind going. You fucking eighty year old. Sure. Go uh, on. I'm pretty the sure my, keep me going. The first game I played of 2019 was actually Lego Harry Potter. Oh, I think so. I finally beat years one through four. So. There's that. I haven't picked it up since because I still have the rest. But, you know, oh, well. It's, it's been a really weird week for and you. And then what else? I played played a couple rounds of Overwatch on PC because I hadn't tried Ash yet. Yep. I like Ash. How are you liking it on PC compared to playing on PS4? I'm still indifferent right now. Okay. I, I've, I've played five rounds total. I, 17 minutes of gameplay. I was looking up my stats. I was like, I wonder how long I've actually played. Like an hour, 17 minutes. And how many deaths in those 17 minutes? <laughs> 14. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've had almost as many deaths per minute. It's the amazing. DPM. Seriously. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I still don't know because, like, I haven't found the right setting on my mouse the right speed setting that I like. My controller broke. Oh, the DPI. Yeah. yeah. My dad works at Nintendo. He told me it's okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like when you're a kid and you're bad at a game and you're just like, oh, my controller's broken. Fuck you. My dad works at Nintendo. He says that the controllers were broken that year that these came out. Oh, okay. Anyway. I get, I see where you're going now. But um, yeah, no, I, just, I haven't found the right DPI yet for my mouse. And even still... Uh, I don't know. I'm still so used to playing Overwatch on the PS4 that my hands want to go like move the thumbsticks and and shoot with triggers. triggers. And yeah. And I'm really trying to give it a chance using like the mouse and keyboard. Like I can use my PS4 controller with Steam. Like that's easy to do. I just got to get like the little Bluetooth dongle or plug it in via wire. And it works natively now. So like I can just do so that. Cool. But I'm really trying to give it a chance. I paid all this money for a good gaming setup, and I'm just barely. Now, be honest. Does it look any better on PC from what you've experienced? I think so. Because I know there's. I saw a post the other day of someone who has, until recently, been running Overwatch on a laptop that was running like minimum specifications for playing the game. Yeah, everything was in potato mode. And it was ridiculous. And they went. And then for the holidays, I finally got a gaming rig and I booted this thing up. It's and they're like, I didn't yeah. understand how beautiful the game looked. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think even just compared from the PS4 to the PC, it is better looking on the PC. Because like my rig can hold everything at the highest settings, which I was still surprised, even though like I've spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. But your, your graphics card came out after the game did, I think. It did. So. But still, like, just be between that and all the different, like, all the RAM that I have, and I still always think I have a shitty PC. 
Because there will always be one game that you love to play that will just be shitty no matter what. Yeah. No matter what you do, it's always going to look terrible. So in your head, you're like, this isn't the best that it can be. Even yeah, though it, I it, still it have is. moments where I'm like, my I PC have, is garbage. I can have a 2080 and still be mad at at least one game because it's running like shit. But no, I, I, I do think that it looks better on PC currently. I also haven't booted it up on the PlayStation in a long time. They, I know they have made a few adjustments to like graphical settings and all that. Yeah. And I haven't played it on my big TV, the 4K. Ooh. Great. Yeah. I don't have a pro, but yeah. still, it does make a difference. Just, just the, the sharpness of color. Sharp. I don't think I played anything else this week. Mm-mm. I've just been so. I've had to work both jobs like constantly all week. Yeah, literally running my first from... and last five. But yeah, no, that's as far as I can remember. Solitaire, Overwatch, Lego, Harry Potter. I think it's been, that's a. It's, it's been, been a, a rough week. one. Uh, Sarah, what have you been playing? I actually win the games game this week. I bought The Sims 3 with four DLCs, I think on Friday. Yep. Because I I got into the weird, like, watching videos of people playing The Sims. Not just any old videos, but, like, a specific series. And I was like, man, it'd be really great to play The Sims 4. And then Morgan was like, yeah, it's not on Steam, though. I think The Sims 3 is. And something snapped in my brain. And I was like, oh? <laughs> it can't be that expensive on Steam, The Sims 3. During the winter sale. it's an fucking old obsolete game so for 13 dollars total i got the game which i already owned but i got the game and four expansion packs which is cool i got pets i always wanted pets now i can have a cat oh man i have a cat in real life but i wanted a fake one so i've been playing that on and off it's fun it sucks to sit at a computer hunched over like a gargoyle but whatever i've played a lot of Dragon Age Inquisition because I realized that I am only like halfway through the game for my 17th time playing and <laughs> I want to play through as much of it as I can, beat it, and then play Trespasser, which is the DLC that comes after the end of the game. But it's like a story DLC, which was a shitty move on Bioware's part to be like, Here's a major part of the plot of this game, but it's a DLC. You're going to have to buy it three years after the game comes out and you're going to have to play it. So you understand, but I don't care because I own it. And then Animal Crossing got back into Animal Crossing again on the 3DS on the, yeah, on my 2DS, not on pocket camp, but not nothing new. Like, I, I had a second character that I started because I was like, maybe I can cheat the system and, like, go to the island a couple more times than I normally would or whatever. And I never ended up using him, so I just deleted him. And it was really tragic because you have to, like, talk – you have to start as that character and talk to Isabel at the beginning and be like, I want to demolish my home. And she's like, okay, wait, what the fuck? If you move, I'll never see you again. And you're like, it's fine, Isabel. I just want to, I want to demolish my home and I want to leave. She's like, okay, I'll demolish your home. And it's like really sad. Yeah, it's heart-wrenching. I've never done it before. I had to Google it. Oh, God. Uh, I think that might be it, though. I keep trying to be like, I'm going to play Overwatch. I'm going to play this. I'm going to play that. I really wanted to play God of War and Assassin's Creed Odyssey while I had some free time because of the holiday. Never gone around to it. It's been a rough one. Dang. We've also we were also pretty busy during the holiday too. Mm. Like we, we were pretty much going nonstop. Yeah. A good portion of it, and then I had to start working a lot. And then more. you had to abide by the curse laws. Yeah. So like I couldn't leave the house on Monday, but we just kind of like sat on the couch and got food and watched. What did we watch? I don't know. I was asleep Eve. by a little Were you watching dirty. my stream? I, I can't had, remember if you were in the stream or not. I had not. started watching the stream for for the midnight, for the later in the day, and then I didn't feel good or something. 
and I stopped and just kind of like, oh, I had like horrible heartburn, like the kind of heartburn where you're like, oh God, if I throw up, I'm going to feel better. So I was just like laying on my side watching Weeds alone when midnight happened. Just like. (laughs) Way to ring in the new year. Yeah, I know. Oh, geez. It was so sad. But Uh, whatever. Yeah, we did our live stream New Year's for. (sighs) We we started at nine, ran until about 1220. Yeah. Uh, And we Annabelle and I actually managed to get all the way through Never Alone. Which is cool. It was great. It was a really great game, and I loved it. It looked really good from what I saw. I just felt so unwell that I was like, I have to be dead. I never knew there was (laughs) two-player (laughs) co-op. Yep. Fine. Yeah, I like the little fox person. My little fox boy. So cute. Oh, man. And so, yeah, so that was great. We We beat the game about 20 minutes before midnight. Yeah. Or 18 minutes before midnight. So we closed out of the game. I brought up a uh, live stream of the ball dropping and we turned the audio most of the way down and I was just chatting with the chat for a while. Uh, Annabelle broke out the wine. So we had some wine with the chat. Sick. And uh, rang in the new year. Talked about our our desires of things we would like out of the next year. And talked about some of our favorite things from the previous year. So that was pretty good. I should have I just been miserable and kept watching. I was miserable anyway. I should have just kept watching. She I was, was asleep. asleep. It's not like I was like, no, honey, I can't be with you when the ball drops. I have to watch my friends on the internet. <laughs> I, I tried to stay up so bad. I tried to stay up because I always stay up and yeah. I at least get to midnight. And I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck off, everyone. I'm going you to bed. You literally made it to like 1148 and then you fell asleep. And I was like, I yeah. was so comfortable and so warm. <laughs> it's uh, like, that's okay. I fell asleep with my clothes on. The good life. BTW, bad idea. <laughs> Because you wake up about an hour and a half later at one thirty in a fucking pool. It was terrible. I hate that. Like horrible. I could have wrung out my clothing that bad. It was like soup, not soup. I'm at soup. soup. I'm at I'm at soup. soup. So needless to say, I thought we were going to be playing Never Alone into the new year. Yeah, we weren't. So now the challenge came. What is going to be my first game of 2019? Yeah. So I pondered on it for all of like 10 minutes after we got off the stream. And then I popped in Final Fantasy 15 and started that. Hell yeah. So Final Fantasy 15 has been my first game of 2019. Did you buy that or did you borrow that from me? I bought it because it was like 10 bucks. I have so many copies of it. So like, (laughs) I know I was like, Morgan keeps like buying this and then trading it in and then buying it again. Like it must be a good game. Flawless logic. Have you met me? That it probably and, isn't. That and as you know, I just bought the PS1 version Final Fantasy VIII, yes. the, all four discs. Very excited. And we already own seven. So now I have seven, eight. We own nine. I have 10 and 10, two HD remaster for the PS4. 11 was online, so we don't have that. But we have two copies of 12. 13, I don't have any of the 13s because there's fucking like four of them. Yeah. And I've been playing 14 online. And now I have 15 as well. So we just need to get like six and back. So you have many And we'll have of them. most of the numbered. I yeah. mean, I have six and back on my PC somewhere. Same. They're emulators. Speaking of which, that's uh, that's my next project is the old PC that Annabelle used to have, the all-in-one. Mm. Um, we decided since we're probably not going to sell it because no one wants Windows 8 in this world, we're just going to run a MAME on it and build an arcade cabinet around it. Fuck it. Why not? Why the fuck not? If you can't just sell it anyway. Get an arcade stick, hook that shit up, get something to bypass Windows when you boot up. So it just boots right into the MAME. Yeah. And then if you ever need to do maintenance, it's a fucking touchscreen. I don't even need a keyboard. This is a dumb question. Is that legal? Only if you don't use it for distribution purposes. Okay. Yeah, if I'm not making money on it. Fair. I just want the aesthetic. Right. Okay. Like, if you put a coin slot in it and be like, 25 cents a plate, yeah, then it's, it's illegal. illegal. Okay. Unless he's actually paying a, a distribution company for it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So... But honestly, I'll like run a MAME and I'll probably have like most of my Steam library because I think it'd be really fun to play Deep Space Waifu with a joystick and buttons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Static, if you want to help me build that cabinet, let me know. Uh, we'll have to make an adjustable height flashlight insert oh, for God. the cabinet for that game. Yeah. We'll go from there. Um, so, but yeah, Final Fantasy 15, Tales of Berseria, we've been playing this week, and um, we're beyond the point that I've played too. So, like, oh, yeah. 
I was <sighs> shook last night because I've missed a lot of the story in the last couple weeks. Oh boy, it's like the the plus side and the downside to playing a game that is forty plus hours is that it takes up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So like on the plus side, people know what we're streaming. Yeah, they can follow along. And they can know the characters. And we're going to spend a lot of time getting to know them like when we were playing Grace's F. Yeah. On the downside, if you miss a night, that's two hours of the game that you didn't get plot wise. So it's like, but I mean, the VODs are there. Yeah. So and I also picked up Tales of Zestaria. Haven't played it yet. Uh, And Tales of Vesperia remastered for PS4, Xbox One and PC drops on the 11th. So. Yes, I was I'm, literally just looking at it on our list of what's okay. coming out. I'm, ten, I wanted to see if they have a collector's edition for it that of I could pre-order Vesperia? because I've got the collector's editions for Berseria, Zillia, and Symphonia. Symphonia, and I sadly missed out on the one for Grace's F because I didn't get into it until well after it had come out. Shame, but well, you better go I know. Up. I know I need to go and just be like Luna, help me. I'll probably pop down there tomorrow, but uh, yeah. Uh, did I play much of anything else? I don't really think I did. I know I'm going to be playing some more Final Fantasy 14 once I upgrade my GPU again um, later on. Because that game is a game. Like, it's, yes, it's it is. a game. It is. But I mean, like on its own, it, it I don't know. Something about it feels more like I could play this on my own than like Neverwinter. It, I can't say that it's like, oh, there's so much rich story because I'm not paying attention to the story. Does it feel like more like you're playing a Final Fantasy version of WoW? Almost. Basically. Hmm. It feels WoW like I'm was, playing Final Fantasy 12 if they fix the combat. Yeah. So, But like <laughs> WoW was the only game that I ever felt like that was an MMO that you could 100% do by yourself. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like. I know that most of what I'm doing is like meaningless fetch quests and shit right it's basically hey go kill five of these guys hey go kill some of that and then every now and then they'll throw in a it's square enix they'll throw in a beautifully rendered cutscene. yeah it looks amazing like the character creation in ff14 is phenomenal yeah it's huge it's crazy um and of course i'm a mikote so i'm a cat chick and what else it's my life it's my life now the only sad part is that like world of warcraft if I do like the game enough and I want to have friends and party and all the other fun stuff that comes with actually having the game, then I have to actually buy the game. And then it's just like you buy game time to I play. Say, do you have to buy the game or you just have to buy game time? You have both. Ew. Yeah. Well, the I game think, like, currently if, has. If, if they down, if they have a download, it should be like, wow, now where you don't buy the base game, you just buy the time. Yeah. Well, I think, wow, you still have to. You. You can start a subscription and get all previous expansions except Battle for Azeroth. Right, which is fine. Which is, yeah, I kind of wish they would do that. But at the same time, Final Fantasy only has two expansions. And you can get the whole bundle of the original game plus the two expansions for like 30 bucks. Oh, okay, never mind. So it's not like it's super expensive. I was thinking like everything was 60 bucks a piece. No, God, no. Thankfully, they're not doing that. They're not. Which is surprising for Square Enix, to be honest. They're usually like, hey, you want to play Final Fantasy on your phone? They're just like $7. They ring like little poor children and watch the coins come out. But I like it. Whether or not I like it enough to actually pay real money for it, we'll see by the time I actually have money to pay for it. (laughs) What do you like a free? You know, when taxes come back. If If taxes come back. Yeah. (laughs) So. Whoops. uh, um, Yeah. So that's the extent of what I've been playing. I wanted to get an Animal Crossing and just didn't. didn't oh, we played yeah. a little bit of Smash. Annabelle and I played a little bit of Smash. And that I'm was, sure you did. I haven't I haven't picked up Smash <laughs> in like a, a while. week and a half. Since you got really mad. Yeah. That's I, since the day I almost broke my Switch. Annabelle's is, been playing a lot of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I saw which she's on, probably good. playing right I now. I saw on Instagram, actually. Good. Because she posted a picture on Instagram. It's so fucking fun. She's, I'm so I'm honestly so sad that I am at the end of the game where you just like have only have to beat the Elite Four and that's it. Because it's over. She was at a point the other day, she was at the first gym that you come to. Yeah. In uh was it Viridian City? Yep. And she's like, yeah, the, I just keep going to the gym. And they're like, the gym leader's not here. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's Giovanni. He won't be there till you get to the end of the game. You have to give the guy a coffee. He moves out of your way. And then you go through Viridian Forest into Pewter City. Yeah. And I was like, the fact that I haven't done that in 15 <laughs> to 20 years. Yeah. I'm not. I was and never. And I remember it. Yeah. I was never extremely familiar with Gen 1 
like I, I never had red or blue or anything. I only had fire red and leaf green and I had leaf green. But like I still remember being like, okay, there's a series of events that I have to go to. I know that this gym isn't a real gym. I'm going to have to wait for it to later. I know it's Giovanni though. I know I'm going to battle him at least 17 times before the end of the game. But it's good. So yeah. good. The, uh, there's so much of Pokemon Red that is ingrained in my mind. Mm. And all it takes is like one little trigger and I go, oh, yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm eventually going to end up playing it. But for right now, I'm too preoccupied with Any, JR, JRPGs. Else? Yeah. Uh, Off topic a little bit. Did anybody else see the video of Anderson Cooper taking a shot on New Year's? Like as the ball was dropping, he took a shot of, I assume, vodka because it was a clear liquid. It's the funniest fucking video. You have to watch it. I have not seen it. It's so funny. Anderson Cooper's a grown man. He takes a shot and he takes it like a baby. Oh, God. He like, it it was not a good time for him. It's because he's a Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's only drink (laughs) champagne. He was just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Ah, It's so funny. That's the way that I brought in the new year. Oh, God crying because Anderson Cooper's amazing. <laughs> nice. Uh, so on that note, we got uh, games coming at you in the next week. Friday, January 11th, big day. We've got the release of Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story for the 3DS. Bowser Jr.'s Journey for the 3DS. I'm amazed I said that and didn't screw it up. Mm. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for the Switch. And Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. I'm so amped for that game yeah because i have it for the the xbox 360 which is the only console it released on previous yeah i'm and actually like as excited to see this i'm told it's up there like oh. i, th- I want to say matt ranked it within his top five favorite tales games along with grace's f so like i think it was like grace's f symphonia vesperia and there were a couple others i don't remember and i'm not going to screw up Matt's there's, list, al- there's but... like 10 of these tales games uh apparently there are 35 jesus christ yeah um oh god i thought i, was I think over. matt said there were like 17 mothership titles and then there's offshoots and secondary like stories and oh my god yeah because they go all the way back to the nes and wow or at least super nintendo i think it's the nes i have i have it on one of my homebrew mm. wii's that um i started playing it and i was like oh my god you know how much the battle system has changed almost not like <laughs> Because <laughs> the whole thing was like you get into a fight and then instead of being this big open battlefield like it was with Graces and the mo- more modern 3D rendered ones, it's pixel sprites. Yeah. So but you're all on like this one little platform and you get to move around the field and attack at will oh. rather than being a turn based thing. So I'm like, that's incredible considering this came out probably around the same time as some of the early Final Fantasies. Yeah. Where so, it was all just like hit the button, wait five minutes, attack. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking to get into some more JRPGs. But uh, and then Xbox Games Pass uh, Thursday, January 3rd, we'll have Ark Survival Evolved and Life is Strange 2. Monday, January 7th, Absolver and Thursday, January 10th, Just Cause 3 and After Charge. All of that is gibberish to me for the most part. Thank you, Game Pass, for being very open about the fucking dates. Yeah, thanks. I hate that it's always so confusing with Xbox because they're always just like, from random date to random date, this game will be available. And it's like, okay. Thanks. Why? Why is it random ass dates? But eh, whatever. Oh, well. Can't win them all. That being said, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back at you with some news about games and things that you care about. 2019! Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. 
If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm going to throw it over to Morgan for stuff. Welcome to the new year! Welcome to the new year! Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Hello. Don't. This is This Week in Gaming uh, for Posterity. It's episode 91. We're not doing ASMR. That's not how we're bringing in the new year. 91. Stop. 91. 91. 91. Stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, uh, we are recording this on Friday, January 4th, and this will hit your earballs as of Saturday, January 5th. Stop. Uh, to start off our week, <laughs> go on. Uh, Capital Wasteland. You remember Capital Wasteland proxy? Nope. Oh wow, this is really far away. <laughs> it's really old. Uh, so the Road to Liberty, uh, the developers of the mod to bring Fallout Three into the Fallout Four engine. Okay, now Capital I remember. Wasteland. It all came back to me now. Yep, they posted an update this week. Uh, their first update in almost a year since March of 2018. Not March of 91. Stop. <laughs> uh, the update basically stated that last year, after deciding not to continue with Capital Wasteland due to legal issues with the voice lines on Fallout 3, Road to Liberty took a break and after some issues with depression, picked the development back up and didn't stop trying to work on the game and come up with a solution. Good news. Yeah. Uh, the official decision is to continue with the mod and to replace every one of the almost 45,000 voice lines with... New home done voice acting. God, I hope it sounds just as good as listening to everyone's microphone on Fallout 76. Yep. See, I don't do that. I don't listen to anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter what game. I barely listen to you when we're in a conversation <laughs> on like on Discord. In, in person. That that too. Oh geez. Whomst are you? Um Whomst? This means that Road to Liberty is looking for volunteers to help finish the mod. Uh, they need voice actors, level designers, animators, and a few other positions. Uh, if you are interested or know someone who might be interested in helping, they, you or said person can go to capitalwasteland.com backslash contact to see if you can help. Uh, they say their current team of active modders is very small, so about 10 people, and they need all the help yeah. they can get. They have the list of like what jo- what people they need, like what volunteers they need, and it's like... These, the ones with asterisks on them are very important. And it's like most of them are marked with asterisks. At least the last uh, yesterday when I checked. And it's like they desperately need voice actors. Like if you need 45,000 lines, lines yeah. re-read. It's, it's going to be crazy. They're probably going to prioritize like all the main quests and like the main quests outside of the main quest. Okay. But Moira Brown. Oh my God! You're you, Moira Brown. You have a great microphone and recording I, software. I don't see why you can't just be go like, radiate yourself. Like what they want, <laughs> I looked it up. What they want is like they they're like send us an email if you're interested. Tell us what position you're interested. In. If it's voice acting, send us a clip. That's a, it's as easy as that. Like you just need a, anything that will record your voice and an email address. That's gonna be so strange because like. Obviously, professional voiceover is done in a studio mm-hmm. with a mic that can pick up a really good dynamic range, mm-hmm. microphones that cost more than, like, a house. And, yeah, there a lot of people in the voice industry are like, if you have a demo reel done, have it professionally done because people will listen to your shitty audio and be mm-hmm. like, mm-mm, nope. That's why it's a good thing. But in thing. situations like this, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Yeah, because, like, there's a couple Skyrim mods that are, like, they have a com- there's a companion mod where the guy is fully voiced, and it's... 
I haven't played it because I don't like having a companion in Skyrim, but I've watched videos of it and it's almost as if it's not just like a guy in his bedroom recording his voice lines. They did such a good job that I forgot it was a mod while I was watching. Whew. So it's like, I feel like they, they, they're taking this seriously enough. Obviously. I would love to, to do like random characters. Yeah. I mean, like specifically on Rivet City. Just do it. Just I love Rivet just City. Just send them like a couple minute clip of being like, hi, this is my voice, but here's what I can do. And do like the Grandma Beverly smoker voice <laughs> and the funny accent. The Russian voice. The, the Russian voice. Yeah. Do it. Like, I, what the fuck is the harm? You're not going to get paid for it, but you're going right. to, you, if you like got into it and they were like, you can do 10 characters, you save them the work of 10 characters. And then guess what? I could slap on a goddamn resume yeah. and tell people I did in 2019. Yeah. Voice did acting. Did you voice characters for Fallout 3? No. Voice acting in a Bethesda approved video game mod. I don't. I don't see the bad in that. If I had a good voice, I'm basically I would. Todd Howard's best friend. <laughs> I'm basically his boss. <laughs> basically, I you can call me Mr. Zenimax. Actually. Basically, really, I know what it's like to work for Telltale because I'm not yeah, getting paid. I'm really excited. Also, <laughs> oh, too soon. Also, they, um, they like they they took like a few weeks off of like, oh man, what are we gonna do? I'm so <laughs> this depressed. Fucking sucks. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm so depressed because like this is something I've been working on for so long. And then they picked it back up and they just kept developing. And they were like, we'll worry about the voice acting later. We'll do what we can, but we'll worry about it later. And they've been working and like making more environments into the engine. And right now on their website, they have update screenshots to be like, sorry, we disappeared. And that you thought we were over. Here is our penance for that. And there's a whole series of screenshots that they did of the Citadel, the Brotherhood's like home base but in the Fallout 4 engine, and it looks amazing. For, so. I was I just watched um, Race Vix Mass Effect Andromeda a year later. Oh, God. So, like, you said Citadel, and it immediately brought Mass Effect into me. Nope. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend spending an hour of your life watching this video, because it's it details both the origins of the Mass Effect and Dragon Age series, mm -hmm. and why the game is so garbage. The problem is I have already dumped like three hours into Andromeda itself that I don't remember and I can't get them back. <laughs> That's OK. I still I've, have it. Like, I've I, dumped less than an hour into Andromeda <laughs> and I enjoyed the shit out of this because he breaks down yeah. why why parts of it were good. Parts of it were garbage and what went horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, I don't even remember because it's basically like. He goes into the details of how the development team that was working on it, most of the higher ups were leaving mm -hmm. at the time that this game was coming out. And then someone went, hey, we're basically in the starting phases of this game. How about it comes out next year? So they had a huge time crunch with new people yep. that had never worked on Like the people that were working on it were the people that helped with the multiplayer for Mass Effect 3 and like a couple other things and had no real experience in that universe. Yeah. And then they had an extreme time crunch to boot and it's just everything collapsed i thought it was pretty interesting because I'll, all i knew is when it came out and we were sitting down here going the fuck are we looking at <laughs> i remember that because we went to gamestop on release night it was yep. so bad like i i think as far in as i was into it when i stopped playing it i didn't stop playing for any specific reason i just didn't pick it back up i remember thinking this has the potential and i hope that it gets good and i want to play it but I was definitely a few hours in and I wasn't there yet, which was also a problem with Mass Effect 1. So maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem <laughs> with the Mass I, Effect series. No, because Mass Effect 1 felt like garbage to me, too, until oh, I God. picked up 2. Yeah. And then I played through 2 and I went, OK, maybe I'll go back to 1 eventually. <laughs> I never did. No. But honestly, 2 was like the pinnacle of what is Mass Effect and what can be Mass Effect. I got so sucked into two. It was insane. Yeah. But anyway, back on news topic. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting with Capital Wasteland. I'm really excited for them. Um, moving on to the Madbox. Uh, Saw so, that. Yeah. Uh, Ian Bell, CEO of Slightly Mad Studios, revealed on Twitter that Slightly Mad Studios has developed the Madbox, which he claims will be the most powerful console ever built. Uh, his tweets are as followed. The Madbox is coming. 
That, 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 was, that was the first. That was the first tweet. I think that was the first tweet his Twitter had ever tweeted. And then he tweets after that, what is the Madbox? It's the most powerful console ever built. It's literally mad. You want 4K? You want VR at 60 frames per second? You want a full engine for free to develop your games on it? You have it. End of tweet. He... I had, also bought an Ouya. His, <laughs> his whole essence of himself and like every interview that's come out after these because it reminds me of john mcafee he's i was literally think <laughs> just about to say that he's got a big john mcafee energy who by the way john mcafee the other day on twitter was I like i saw that i don't know why it's not okay to fuck a whale so he's nuts yeah but he, this ian bell guy has amazing john mcafee energy hopefully Completely just without amazing. being as crazy I hope he's as crazy. He's just going to like join the realm of like Sean Murray and Peter Molyneux and lands of people who overpromised. Yeah. I hope, I hope not. So. I, I hope not. This seems promising. And I hope fun. so because I myself like to see a good garbage fire. Mm. Just look at John McAfee's life. Anyway, please. That's keep why reading. I bought the PS Classic. Oh, uh, uh, too soon. Which is like what half the price now? Yeah. Don't even get me started. Uh. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, uh, Ian Bell says the console will ship in about three years time and will be as much a console as the Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, the Madbox will support all major VR headsets like Oculus and the HTC Vive. Yeah. Uh, the Madbox's spec specs will be equivalent to a very fast PC by two years from now standards. Yeah. So like they they want it to, I don't even want to say. You know how the Atari VCS is like, it's a PC, but it's a console. I feel like that's kind of what they're going for. Wasn't but that like, already supposed to be launched, the VCS? It was, but I just got an email the other day that was like, we're launching it in 2019. And I was like, wait a minute. Didn't that already happen? <laughs> Am anyway. I being punked? But um, yeah, so Bell says that the Madbox will be a cross-platform console open to every developer and they don't want to be exclusionary. Yeah. He said that they don't have any plans to like... Pay people an incentive. Basically, like Microsoft does, to be like, hey, put your game on my platform only for two years, and we will pay you a lot of money. He doesn't want to do that because he wants people to just play games and enjoy them. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am open to a new console from someone who isn't a big powerhouse and have it actually succeed. But at the same time, I'm anticipating an Ouya-style garbage fire. I don't know. Potentially. I mean, the ability to play games on it is one thing. But to develop. To no, to work a social player base into your network, which is something Nintendo is still struggling to do. Yeah. Yeah. And he, they're one of the powerhouses. Yeah. Like, the only... I could see this going really well if they take it... It sounds basically to me like they're building a pre-built PC gaming rig. And, but it's going to be within the hardware constraints of whatever their console is right i think that the best thing that they could potentially do for this discord integration mm-hmm. yeah they, they should team up with them or like, the potential to play like steam games without needing to get a fucking like steam box right. or yeah. steam console or whatever the hell they had for that i i, I think it's completely open who even know that's all we know the, like his tweets and then what he told variety because variety was the first like outlet that reached out and was like can you clarify because you're kind of nuts <laughs> and he basically was just like, yeah, I don't, we want it to be super open. I, I want people to develop with it. I want it to be great. I don't know. Expect it in three years. Three years time. We'll see how it holds up. <laughs> Will it be a console with upgradable parts? Nobody knows. But um, Also, is it gonna? how is he going to manage doing this without costing like thousands of dollars? I don't know. First look at the Game Box video console. Oh, weird. I, yeah. I couldn't find any of that yesterday. Yeah. It looks really interesting. It's got like huh. lights on the front. Okay, so slightly slightly Mad Studios is known for their series Project Cars, which if you've ever seen video of Project Cars, it's graphically amazing. I didn't know what that it's was. It's Gran Turismo esque graphics, like not Gran Turismo One, right? But like Gran Turismo Six graphics oh. or better. And the amount of detail that they put into their stuff does make me a little bit excited. Excited now, thinking Honestly, about it. Honestly, I'm excited. Like, what? It's probably going to be a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I've wasted money on dumber things. Like, I food. feel like it's going to be a lot more than that. You're probably looking at a six or seven hundred dollar price tag. He wants it to be a console, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the next generation console is going to be six seven hundred dollars. PlayStation Three launched at six ninety nine. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. Because uh, look, the at PlayStation it now. Four didn't launch that high. No, it didn't. That's why it sold better. Yeah. That's why almost everyone has one now. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, that's something that it's if we get news about it, we'll report on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to keep tabs on it for, uh, I guess, the next forever. three years. Uh, moving on from that, Nintendo Direct. So there may be a Nintendo Direct coming next week, uh, i.e. January 10th, Thursday. Uh, some sources have said that a January Direct can be expected with no specific date, while other sources specify January 10th. Yeah, so who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, we did check the Nintendo of America Twitter before recording, and there was still nothing. Yeah. Um, some suggest that Nintendo will soon be announcing the new Switch model. No news directly from Nintendo yet. Also, there is a sale on the Nintendo eShop until January 10th for up to 30% off on select titles. Yep. Which is, that's probably like where people got the idea that right. if there's going to be one in January, it's probably going to be on the 10th. I think they're usually well, on the, the, in that like second Thursday of the month area. And generally, area. Nintendo will do that. They'll do like a 30, 40% off sale. And then at the end of the sale is when they do their direct where they yeah. announce shit. So yeah. like. Get the games while they're on sale, and then here's all the DLC you can buy for it, or yeah. here's whatever. Here's more games. Right. Um, but yeah, so... That was quick. We'll, the baby one. We'll definitely keep an eye on it. And if there's direct come the 10th, well, you'll hear about it next week. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, AGDQ. If you don't know what that stands for... Eat my ass. <laughs> You're about to learn real fucking quick. If you don't know what that stands for, LTFG. Mm-hmm. LTFG? Learn, Learn to, to fucking, fucking Google. Google. Ah. I anyway, could have Googled it. So AGDQ, uh, awesome <laughs> games done quick. January begins Sunday, this coming Sunday, January 6th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern and will run until Saturday, January 12th at midnight Eastern. So uh, six days, seven days. Yeah. Uh, be benefiting the Prevent Cancer Foundation like they normally do with the winter. Yeah. They have like their three... That they always do. Because they do animals, I... cancer, and Doctors Without Borders. Yep. Uh, if you want to see the full schedule or watch one of the games being played, you can go to gamesonquick.com slash schedule. Yep. I'm sure they'll have a link to whatever their Twitch stream is. It's normally awesomegamesonquick.twitch.tv. If I remember right. No, I think it's just twitch.tv slash gamesonquick. Is it? You think? Either way, I'm following them, so I'll find them. Yeah. yeah, I think I always follow them, and I I always mean to be like, oh, that game is on at that time, I'm gonna watch, and I never do. But um, so far there's a great lineup. Um, Portal per usual, Shadow of the Colossus remastered, the 2018 version. Uh, there's a few Castlevania games, a couple of Tomb Raider games, a couple of Sonic the Hedgehog games, every Mario you can fucking think of, Trauma Center, Celeste. I'm sure if Carcinogen is there, he'll do a Resident Evil 4 again. Mm, I don't think he will be. Uh, he No doubt, Legend for Legend of Zelda game. He, yeah. Yeah. He just broke his foot, so he's out of commission. So he can't play video games with his thumbs? He hasn't said <laughs> anything on Twitter. Um, interestingly, the Portal speedrun that they're doing, I think that's a day one one. And so Good, because I want to watch that. That's Sunday. And it's uh, from what I gleaned from the schedule, it's going to be a race. And their time limit on it was 15 minutes. So I think it's going to be two people racing each other to beat Portal in 15 minutes. Yes. That's exciting to me. Also, that the, gets my adrenals going. The Portal world record got beat again. What is it down to? By the same person who set the world record recently. He, didn't he beat it by like 11 seconds? Yeah. So originally, as of uh, last week, the Portal world record was like 7 minutes 24 to beat the whole game. Any percentage complete as long as it's completed. Yeah, and he, I don't I don't have the full thing. I just I saw on um, Facebook, but he got it down to seven minutes and seven seconds. Jesus, it's crazy. And I, at the time, I didn't have the energy to like watch a seven minute playthrough of Portal, or else I would be like, "Oh, see, I'm gonna have to find that." That's like I love doing that. First, I'm a weird person. I like to watch other play people play The Sims, and I like to watch people speed run games that I don't play. It's comforting to me, especially if I don't feel good. I'm like, "Let me watch you speed run a game, so I don't have to play it." I like watching people beat their world records. It stresses too. me out. I love it. I don't. It, 
the the rush that you get on roller coasters, that's the rush I get the when I watch The only time I can watch someone speed run Portal is when I'm watching Proxy <laughs> speed run Portal. <laughs> and get to My that, speed runs are never speed runs. And you they get go to over that, like an hour and 20. You get to that one level and you always go, how do I do this one? And it's the one where you come out of a long hallway and there's platforms that are moving. It's that one. I don't remember which portal. I know exactly in. which one it is. Yeah. And there's, I think there's maybe a laser beam somewhere. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the 20th yeah. maze. You always get to that, that one. Every single time you get to that one, you're like, how the fuck? And then you, you fail a couple times and then you're like, oh, duh. Of course it's this. It's this every time. Yep. It's Obviously. So, it's so funny. You're yeah. so consistent. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, consistency is key. So. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from AGDQ, uh, Steam. Uh, if you're running a computer that is still in the Stone Age, i.e. Windows XP, Windows Vista, you can't. You can't run Steam anymore. Yep. It officially no longer is functional as of this past Tuesday, January the 1st. Yep. Um, this is because Steam Chat will require a function on an updated version of Chrome to work. And the updated version of Chrome will no longer be functional on XP or Vista. Which is, first of all, I so hate no, that. So no running Steam on your work computer. Yeah. But first of all, I hate that because I don't want anything in my life to need Google Chrome except for my fucking Chromebook, which is what it is. I hate that. Second of all. Well, then maybe your Chromebook can turn into your Steambook. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? But also, I, I love that because didn't last year, didn't Windows say we're no longer supporting windows xp and after a certain date it's just not going to work am i crazy Did it I was there they were no longer going to have support for it yeah you can't so they do weren't anything. gonna update it anymore yeah they were still updating it which yeah. is insane and now they're, they're now they're not so it's like if you're still on xp after all of that please upgrade for the love of god the i know only that places was... that are going to still be on xp vista or anything older is like factories yeah we, machine shops we have one at work because it's the only computer that used to be able to run a really old software that we used to use and we don't use it anymore but we still have the fucking tower for some reason it's ancient it can't connect to the internet <laughs> <laughs> it's incapable of connecting to the internet and for some reason it's still just there taking up space so people do still use them so yeah so if them. you're running an ancient rig and you want to play steam tough luck yeah play play steam <laughs> i'm gonna play my play, game steam yeah. i want to play steam game uh, you playing that steam again anyway moving on from there quantic dream uh one of our favorite developers uh if you don't know who they are they developed heavy rain Beyond Two Souls, and most recently, Sarah's favorite game, yeah. Detroit Become Human. Um, so they said on Twitter to bring in the new year, quote, thank you all for a fabulous year 2018. We shall be back soon with some great news. Stay well and happy. Share your passion and love. Stay tuned. They're so they're so French. I love that. Yeah, they are. That's that is so such a like, are they French or are they Canadian French? Like, are they Montreal? <sighs> I think it. I think it was Montreal. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but still, like it's still it, it's like the the way that French sentences yeah, work. It is, I just, yeah, it's so cute. I love it. A little backwards. Uh, Quantric, 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 Quantic Dream has said in the past that they do have plans uh, for DLC for Detroit Become Human. So the announcement that they'll be making soon, quote unquote, maybe DLC for the game. Um, you know, some more Kara or it could, I, Marcus. Anything. I was thinking Connor's dead. There's a no. <laughs> There's a, a small part of my monkey brain that went, it'd be really great if we could have a DLC of the um, um, Carl's son. Oh, yeah. The, the addict. The addict. Oh. Yeah, I think that could be really interesting. Like, like a prequel almost? Uh, even, even like a prequel and then uh, what happened after his altercation with Marcus, whichever way it went. And then after the fact, if, if you didn't blow up Detroit. That's fair. Like... You know, I think it could be interesting. And there was like one tiny part of my monkey brain that was like, oh, yeah, obviously that would be really I mean, cool. And I was like, I'm the only person in the world who had alternatively, that thought. Alternatively, you, you could playing s- as Kara before she was broken. Yeah. Or literally. Oh, yeah. God. The straight, situation that straight led out up. of the I, factory, Kara. I wouldn't mind anything. Yeah. If, the, if it's going to be related to Detroit, I wouldn't mind anything. Well, anything even, is on the table. Even if you did a DLC as Carl's son, you could still do it post blown up. 
Detroit because like, oh, well, he he sees this, so he evacuates, you know? Yeah, he could be like... so many. There's so many different options like the game. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, but we don't know what the announcement could be. Yeah. It could also be a new a new game from Quantic. It could be. To I be know. fair, they don't drop games all willy-nilly. No. I, I think I, I the chances of it being a new game are unlikely because while Detroit had a lot of controversy and like... Uh, people complain about it a lot. It was a very good seller. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it it had a lot of. I think they're going to milk that cow for as long as they can. Uh, if they're smart, they will. Yeah. But they're I don't French, blame them. so we don't know. <laughs> I don't blame them. But I I also don't know what soon means. I hate that all of these developers are like soon, and it's like okay, soon. Twenty nineteen is soon tomorrow, or is soon six months from now, or soon in two years. Right. Bitch, when? <laughs> Bitch, where? Uh, moving on to the last thing that I have on, on our notes. I least. have one more that I didn't put on for a reason. Okay. For a raisin? Like, for a raisin. So you yeah. can read your last thing and then I have okay, one so more. So I'm going to read my last thing that's on my screen. Um, if you were with us last, this past June, you will remember the whole Westworld game versus the Fallout Shelter game. That they Essentially were very, the same game reskinned was yeah. the argument. Yeah. And Bethesda filed a lawsuit against Behavior's Westworld app due to being an exact copy of Fallout Shelter, according to Bethesda. You said lawsuit. Did I? <laughs> I heard it too, and I was very happy about that, it. The La chicken soup. noodle lawsuit. A lawsuit. Anyway. Um, anyway, so Behavior Interactive also worked on Fallout Shelter during its development. The lawsuit went as far as to accuse Warner Brothers of telling Behavior to take the Fallout Shelter code and use it for Westworld to speed up its development. Which Warner Brothers said, no, no, right. no, 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 no. We're not commenting on this at all. So recently, the two companies, like recent this week recently, um, the two companies have announced that they've amicably resolved the lawsuit, although no future actions of monetary value has been released relating to the lawsuit. Yeah, so they, like usually when things like this happen, it's kind of leaked out into the world. It's like they settled out of court for X amount of money or they settled out of court for everybody just shutting up and letting it go or whatever the fuck. So they, it kind of was just like we settled it amicably, the end. And nobody knows truly what happened. Right. Like what, you know? Guess we'll find out. Yeah. It'll get leaked eventually. Oh, I'm sure. If there was anything to speak about, somebody will say it somewhere. Somewhere, someone. Someone, somewhere. Someone. I know, it didn't really include a lot of information. Um, as a side note, really quick for me, um, for those that I think I brought it up the other week, I might not have. In case I didn't, um, Jack Black started his own YouTube channel, sure Jablinski. Jablinski Games. Jablinski Games. Um, 2.7 million subscribers. Yeah. Three videos. Yep. And he recently updated one today. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it's, it's a house with a pin in its balls. Yeah, it's very good. Okay. It's, I believe it. It's yeah, Jack Black. It's really good. It's just, I think that this is the epitome of like a middle-aged dad with his kid who's like, I think he's a kid. I th I don't think he's like even a teenager yet. I think he's a kid. No, he's a teenager now. Because he was on Grumps. <laughs> I know. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. Um. Just like a dad with his kid just living his life and realizing that like YouTube is fun and I just want to have a good time. A lot of people are very upset and they're like, I, they're like, wow, I can't believe that like Will Smith and Jack Black in the same year joined YouTube and they're going to make thousands of millions of dollars of money they are, they don't even need. And it's like, okay, first of all, Will Smith can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's, He's Will 50. Smith. He's Will Smith. He's living his life. He's he's done all the shit. He gets to do whatever. Jack Black is amazing, but he's just like a weird old guy. And he should just always be walking around with a banjo on him. That's just the like that's the persona of who he is. Have you seen his beard? It's crazy. Yep. Also, I don't know if the rules have changed on YouTube, but I know that it used to be that if your video was shorter than a certain amount of minutes, you would not make ad revenue on that video. And his videos so far have not been any longer than like three and a half minutes long. I'm also not seeing ads on his videos, so he may not have videos. bothered monetizing. He probably like he probably lives a very modest life. He has Tenacious D. He has his movies. He just did Jumanji a couple years ago. He's doing Jumanji too. Yes! With Danny DeVito. He just he signed on that. Oh my God. Anyway. 
2019 oh, wow. is so good already. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I there's he doesn't need a millions of YouTube dollars that aren't coming in, by the way. Nobody's making that money anymore. He doesn't need all that money. You don't need to be mean to Jack Black. He's just a dad on the internet trying to have a good time. But he's a famous dad. But he's a famous dad. How dare anyone else do anything they enjoy doing? It's like when he went to his uh, Hollywood star and he did that thing. He was standing like behind it and the camera was panning from the star up on him. And he did the thing where you like. Oh, yeah. The... You do the like, look at look at my dick. Like, that's the joke. It's like, look at my dick. You do the hand symbol. and People were like, he's doing the symbol of the white right right wing. And it's like, no, he's not. He's doing like a funny joke. That he's literally doing do. the I'm going to punch you. Yeah, thing. it's a funny joke. I think the hand symbol that the whatever Nazis they are, they have their own thing. But it's like, this is not it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a funny, stupid meme. Jesus, let it go. People just want to hate on like a happy, fat Jewish pick. guy. Yeah. People just want to hate on like a happy, fat Jewish dad. And it's wrong. But he's amazing. And the video is really interesting, too. I'm going to check it out later. It's worth it's worth three and a half minutes of your day. At least. Yep. I have one last thing that I just thought was interesting because it kept popping up. The name kept popping up when I was doing all my notes. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to just kind of compile all of this under one thing. So Michael Pachter, and I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he used to have a show called Pack Attack, like Pack Attack, the game. So I assume that that's how his name is pronounced. Michael Pachter is a video game media and electronics analyst with Wedbush Securities. I don't know. And he has been, and he, he's analyzed and criticized the video game environment for like a decade or whatever. I don't know, a really long time. Um, he is almost 63 years old. So the fact that he is doing this is kind of amazing. Being in your 60s and being like, I understand the video game world. It's kind of crazy. He does things like encourage retailers not to do things like include paid DLC content on game discs that you still have to pay for. So like if I buy a game, I'm getting the game. I'm not getting the game and also a DLC that I futurely have to pay for. He encourages retailers not to do that because it's a bad idea. But he also like kind of goes in the other direction of like telling consumers if you complain about specific things for too long it's going to make your favorite developers take longer like mass effect 3 how people hated the ending and he was like you can't control what they do and by complaining you're just going to make them take longer to make you the next game because they don't know how to please you so he's being he's like a fair he's like the dad of the video game world being like you stop it and you stop it both of you stop it <laughs> just fucking behave so that's what Michael Pachter does. He just tells everybody to behave and to fucking stop it. But he's able to predict based on behaviors and trends what is going to happen, which is like ideal fucking job. I'm weirdly good at that stuff when it comes to games. I think this might be my dream career. But recently, I had never heard of this guy before yesterday, but recently he's made some statements uh, after analyzing 2019 and said, some interesting things that he predicts are going to happen this year. The first is that he predicts Overwatch is going to go free to play in June or by June, which will be crazy because that will mean that you don't even need PS plus or Xbox live or anything in order to play it. You'll just have to, I could have, see that happening purchase the game because they're going to make been, more money on the microtransactions of buying loot crates than they're going to make on the game. Yeah. It's a very successful IP. They don't need to make... At this point, it's basically like the cover charge to get into the club. And they don't... Like, don't charge a cover charge. Just let people come in and buy all the booze they want. Yeah. But I can't imagine that they're making very much money from having people need PS Plus and Xbox Live in order to play it. That you and you get people like me that I'm apprehensive to buy it on PC again <laughs> because I don't want to pay for the same game again. Yeah. And But if it goes free to play, you bet your ass I'm going to start playing it on PC. And then they might end up getting a few dollars of mine here and there because yeah. I want fucking loot crates. Yeah. Um... He said that Blizzard has already told Overwatch League teams uh, and told them that it will help people, help more people get into the game and thus more <coughs> more people will be into Overwatch League. Logically, that, that chain of events makes sense. If I, like me, I have PS Plus anyway right now. 
so it doesn't really matter. I already own the game because Morgan owns the game, so it doesn't really matter. But if I did not have either of those things and I heard Overwatch is free to play, you don't need to buy it, you don't need PS Plus or anything, I would start playing it because now I can and I don't have to invest more money into something I might not like. And then I, if I was a sports person, I'd probably get into Overwatch League. Logically, it makes sense. Um, I really don't see any reason why this wouldn't be true. So it'll be interesting. Come June, I guess, we should reassess that and see if he was right. Um, he also, this one seems crazy to me. He also predicted that Elder Scrolls 6 will release this year because of what a flop Fallout 76 was. As soon as they realized what a flop that it was going to be, they started pushing everybody who was working on Elder Scrolls 6 to work harder and to develop it faster. This one seems crazy because, like, Elder Scrolls 6, all we know is the the like the title screen and a background yeah we don't even have a trailer and, we don't have gameplay like, todd howard himself said last year we don't know when it's coming but it's going to come eventually and it's probably going to come in time for next gen consoles so why would it release in 2019 when the only consoles we have are for xbox and pc not consoles but platforms um so that one was a little bit crazy and Starfield is supposed to release before Elder Scrolls 6 even. So I don't know when that's coming out either. So this that one seems a little bit weird. But if he's right, fucked up. <laughs> if, yep. he, if he turns out to be right, he's not just an analyst, he's a psychic. And he's I can, I don't even I don't even know how to go back in time and like see what other years he's analyzed and see how right he was because the internet's a weird place and it's hard to like pinpoint Big brothers always fabricating the past to fit the present <laughs> that too i've been reading 1984 but it's hard to pinpoint like what did michael pactor say for 2018 what did he say for 2017 it's like maybe i was just googling badly i don't know but it was really hard to pinpoint previous situations it's kind of like um nostradamus yeah it reminds me of like People who are like, and this will happen in March, and this will happen in May, and this will happen in July, and this will happen in September. And then, like, things that are vaguely like that happens, and they're like, I was right the whole time. Yep. It's like, well, you you said that it was going to be the worst snowstorm we ever had, but it, like, it was like an okay blizzard, you know? I don't know. It'll be an interesting year. I feel like the Overwatch thing will definitely happen. I feel like that is only a matter of time. Yeah. But I feel like if Elder Scrolls 6 happens this year, I will eat a hat. I want to watch you do that. It better be a good size hat, too. Ten gallon. We'll have to do it during Extra Life. Okay. Um, also, before we finish for the day, don't forget to get, get your PS Plus stuff. I just grabbed mine while Sarah was doing that thing about Michael Pactor. Oh, yeah, because that'll be next week? This week. It's already up. Today's the 4th. Everything comes live on the 4th. Did we even do that? Yeah, we did last week. Yeah. Did we? Okay. But all the new stuff, steep. Um, oh, we did. Okay. Amplitude, all that. Uh, I just picked up $134 worth of stuff for free. Also, I need to renew my That's PS crazy. Plus because it comes up uh, in two weeks. Oh, great. Oh, hey, well, mine do. All right. There's, there's, there's a lot that. of money. And that, that's all I have. Yeah. So don't, right. don't forget to do that because those are live now. I can't believe I forgot. Welcome to the new year, guys. Yeah. This is it. Buckle yeah. up, Hopefully kids. everything goes good. I know I'm going to be picking up Anthem come next month, and hopefully that plays well. Oh, God, I we'll forgot see. about Anthem. So, There's uh, a, I saw something about a pre-order bonus at GameStop, and I didn't bother to click on it because I was like, I'm not pre-ordering games anymore, but I really like stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I want to ask the uh, audience of, of three what was the first game that you played this year what was the first game you played this year static yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it anyway was, it was dad simulator <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back again next week with more gaming news and until then happy gaming see ya This Week in Gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. 
Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.